If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I see you I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. Y'all's the hate on all of my moves, but now niggas on it. That used to bait me on me and my views, but now niggas on it. I used to tell them I had me a show, but now niggas on it. Her homies on it. Your homies on it. What up, what up? We back. Realist Podcast 7. I am... Chad Fane. I'm Matt. Oh, no, I'm a symbol now. But Matt Kane, <laughs> artist formerly known as How Y'all Feeling Out There in the World. We back in this. Another yeah. episode here on the Revolt Podcast Network. On the frame, at the Frame Ain't Complex. It's kind of cool to say that. It is. Very cool. I've been seeing the pictures floating around online yeah. and shit. And it's just uh, like- anybody, little PSA, anybody out there that... Uh, maybe this is your first time hearing us in a couple of weeks or whatever, whatever... <laughs> Double check your feed. Make sure that you're subscribed, whether it be Apple, Spotify, whatever it is. Make sure that you're still subscribed to the feed so that you're getting these alerts and all of that for the podcast. I haven't even been getting mine. I'm subscribed yeah, to I it. I haven't been getting mine for the last few weeks, because I guess because of the feed redirect or whatever I the case up. may be. You know what I'm um, I've unsubscribed and resubscribed twice. I'm still not getting the alerts. Um, so just make sure that y'all look out for that. We got a bunch of you know episodes out. We've already put out five episodes already. Uh, you know, through our revolt partnership, um, two that are, three that I believe are just episodic where we just, you know, talking about current events and all of that. We put out an interview with uh, Jordan Harris. And then what was the other one? Or was it four episodic? Four, four episodic ones in the one with Jordan Harris. We still got plenty of stuff in the tuck in addition to, you know, these topical episodes. So because the Dave Adelman was right before. Right before, exactly. yes. Literally Dave Adelman's right before. We actually got a follow-up coming up yes, we'll uh, the very Sixers soon facility, with the Sixers facility. That's going to be fire with, uh, with with our guy DG. Shout out DG. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he's listening and he hears this. But, uh, yeah, no, so exciting time for TRPE. Like I said, we made history. We went to uh, State Capitol, uh, did a tour, went down on the floor and all of that for the House of Representatives, did a fire, amazing interview a uh, profile style interview talking about the life and times of uh you know Jordan A Harris who was also the majority chair of the appropriations committee for the entire state of Pennsylvania that means he handles uh and oversees the budgeting what organizations get money where we got to shift this from redirect this police budgets social services school education all of that uh, road services all of this mm-hmm. different stuff man he's in charge of that he's a very uh, amazing speaker, dynamic personality. So if y'all haven't checked that out, check that John yeah, out. Yeah, I posted on my story the other day. The girl DMs me. It was like, yo, uh, I'm going to check the interview out. Uh, what's it all about? And I'm just like, you know, just the life and times of him, you know, talking about the House bill that he passed, is working on a reform for criminal, you know, Clean Slate Act. you know, concealing these documents, you know, help people get employed out here. It's affected millions of people in Pennsylvania. She was like, is he single? I'm like, bitch, you come here. <laughs> Pussy down. We are trying to change lives. Like, what the fuck? Y'all here trying to revolutionize yeah. the people. <laughs> And is he single? Oh, like, turn yo, that, turn your pussy down. Yeah, turn your pussy off. Y'all <laughs> too goddamn lonely out this joint. But uh, now I wanted to uh, lead in. We just had a conversation with our guy here, man. And 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 did you take that conversation in? Yeah. 
it, it just it's a it's a constant conversation around my life. Like it, I'm it, having more elevated conversation in general, case specific, issue specific conversation with people on a day to day. We're having basis a conversation anyway. with someone who works in nightlife industry, and he's you know he's he's of our culture, but he's not of our culture. Yeah. And even he notices married to a black woman. Even he on. notices it just the dynamic of black people going out to enjoy themselves. It's rough. It's, it, and he's like, <laughs> yo. The the all the people with with big money aren't here. Yeah. That's over. Cause yep. you know the drug dealer that, that shit is just over. So the people who are spending money are the women. Mm-hmm. You see that meme that float around that says women spend money like drug dealers. Bitch with a job is yeah. yeah. So he's like yeah. You'll get fifteen women that'll come in. They'll get tables. They'll get sections. They'll buy bottles. They get it cracking. Yeah. And then you look up and it's like the men don't do this. Yeah. The men are the ones that are like just. Kind of standing. It's the power dynamic the, the has power changed, di- and you know more than anybody mm-hmm. at how that's going on. And I'm just like, damn, how do we get back? Um, they we have there's there's an equity issue that's yeah. that, that that's going on yeah. right now in um, you know, in Black America, period, where you you're seeing the 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 chart in the graph is still men here, women here, mm-hmm. still a little bit ahead. But if you look at the trends, you see women going like this, men going like yeah. this. And it's not a nosedive. It's not a nosedive. It's, it's a slow yeah. level out. It's like yeah. we're gonna careen this plane and land it in the ocean. Like we're not gonna nosedive and just crash and kill no. everybody, but we are careening. And that speaks to a lack of equitable job opportunities, a lack of um, secondary education, whether that be college, a trade. Uh, any type of specialization like cybersecurity, um, anything like that to where it's like, you know, you're not necessarily going through college, but you are putting yourself in a curriculum, in a program where on the other side of that, it spits out a six figure salary. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying like, yo, you know, I met this guy. Uh, I think it was my pop bull came in, bought a car or whatever like that guy worked in cybersecurity. And he was like, man, this guy's like 26 years old. He makes $243,000 a year. I'm like, yeah, they get fucking paid. He's like, and he told me he works from home. I'm like, yeah, that's what they do. It's like, mm-hmm. once they come and set up the systems and all of that shit, it's all automation. We all from here. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, no, security signal is high. All right, yeah. let's go to Tulum, baby. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So those opportunities are robust. They're out there because we're in a technological world. Every fucking company that has any type of data acquisition in their business plan has a cloud that needs to be managed, that needs to be protected in order to ensure that that data does not end up on the fucking black market or on the open market for sale to somebody in order to be able to steal, disseminate, or whatever the fucking case may be. So those opportunities are robust, and it it sucks that the reality of... Black life is that historically black people are always the last ones to know some shit. And this is not something that's like brand new. It's it's a newer industry like last 15 years, let's say. Mm-hmm. But it's not a brand new industry. Um, you know, I got a homie that worked for Pico that was telling me two years ago, there's apprenticeships and stuff like that that you can get with Pico where these young white guys is coming out. Uh, a high school, 18, 19 years old, getting an apprenticeship program, making 62.5 the first year, 87.3 day second year, and by their third year, they making $164,000 a year, and they max out at like 280 or some shit like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, it's one of them Jones. It, with, with, with that being said, it's one of them Jones where... Uh, all right. All righty. It's one of them Jones where, uh, you know, 
we aren't necessarily on the whole. There's twos and fews that are doing the right thing, but we aren't on the whole putting ourselves as black men in a position to get ahead and break away from that selling crack rock, got a wicked jump shot shit yeah, where it's like y'all majority of y'all not going to make it. No. <laughs> like that's just, that's just, that's just the long and short. The majority of y'all not going to make it. Sports yeah. is too competitive. You got 450 players in the NBA, 540 when you add in two way players. And if they were to change the rule tomorrow and let high school players come in the league, they would be turning over 35 to 40% of the league year over year. I so, just showed you a high school player that's jumping, doing the Aaron Gordon, the Aaron Gordon dunk. In game, game as a junior. Yeah. These kids are born and bred athletes from a young age. So it's like you're not picking up the ball at 14 no. and then going to the NBA no. unless you're just some freak athlete. No, or that from, Dennis Rodman you, shit, you just that shit is over. Like, yeah, you, you from, six, eight? Yeah, on. or you from Cameroon. You got a sponsor yeah. or some shit like no. that. Somebody that's like incentivized in order to bring you up and Yo, make you no happy. There's no way he's still going. Yeah, like, no, that's that's, that shit is wild. Yeah, straight up. So with that being said, it's like we need to – Get on the ball as black men. And this is a, a black man saying that. It's like, yo, we need to get on the ball and create more opportunities for ourselves. And we have a circle of friends that are doing very fucking well yeah. on the whole. Fucking people that, you know, might be working a job here but got a, a side business or whatever. I know people that started a side business right before or during the pandemic and their side business got so big that now that's their main fucking mm-hmm. business. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they earned their leisure and created enough equity for yeah. themselves in order to be able to decide what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do, and most importantly, how their time is spent. One thing I thought was interesting what he was saying was like the women come in and they're the ones that are buying shit and spending and he was like the guys are standing there staring at them. Yeah. And he was like the dynamic is so weird because the guys will start talking to the women and the women aren't interested. Now the guys are overly aggressive and angry and he's just like the nightlife shit in general is just like he's like I just want to do parties. I Like just open to the public is crazy because yeah. it's like people come in and you just don't know what the fuck's about to happen. Yeah. Like I told you last night at fucking uh, where was I? Uh, South Bowl. Seeing all the young niggas piling in there where it's like, all right, yeah, this is like a powder keg. This shit could go left at any minute. It's too many ski masks in this Yeah. Show. And, you know, to, to, to be fair, I literally was sitting there like, yo, didn't they ban these motherfuckers? Like, aren't they done? Literally, like, just banned them. And, so. they, and again, last ones to know some shit. They literally didn't get the memo. Yeah. And with that being said, there's this whole big conversation going on on social media right now around if the shiesty shit is is just if it's going to do something or is it performative and a lot of the people that are arguing against it are not from philadelphia aren't experiencing the day-to-day in the in the the fucking aren't in the throes of being in motherfucking a store or whatever the case may be and you see a woman and her daughter and they're scared to walk out of the store because they see a three niggas in here with, Yo, with ski masks dog. on and they don't know if they robbing the joint or what the fuck is going on. I told you, I was in the Dunkin' Donuts, man. The young nigga came in and he had the mask on, pulled down. I mean, fully on. Yeah. And we all were just like, because he's just standing there. We literally looking like, yo, like, and he literally was like, you all right? We literally was like, yo, like, what the fuck? And we, he's like, why are I, you know and we like, you got a ski mask on. Yeah. He looked me in my eyes. Well, the eyes that I could see. You know, <laughs> the little beady yeah. eyes that was poking through. He looked me dead through. in my eyes and said, nigga, it's Milano John. I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, no, this is some fashion. Like, dog, you are tripping. The biggest right. question that I ask in all of this is, 
because there was a, a hearing at City Hall or whatever. They let the, it was open to the public. They were able to come speak, say their piece on the shit or whatever. And there was a young man that came in there with a shiesty on with the fucking same jacket that all the young mm-hmm. niggas got with the Under Armour hoodie and all of that. And he's like, I, I wear a ski mask. I ain't no criminal. I ain't doing such and such. And I'm like, fam, my question to you is this. If you're not a criminal or engaging in criminal behavior, why are you taking the uniform of a criminal? Right, right. That like, doesn't make no fucking sense. Like, you you know, if you put on a police uniform, they're going to lock you up. Yeah, they, exactly. Like, Impersonating the police, that's a charge. Yeah, so it's like, why are you impersonating? And people are going to come up to you in distress looking for help because you're dressed like a fucking police officer. You ever hear DMX tell the story of when he was the cop? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the airport? He was like, yeah, you know, I was riding around the airport, and Evan was like, that, that's what that was your beat? He was like, yeah, that's my shit. Three to but it's like, yeah, you're outside basically impersonating a troublemaker. Yeah. And then you're shocked that people are looking at you like you're a troublemaker. It's like, there's no reason. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. There's no reason to have on a ski mask unless you skiing. Yeah, it's it's in the name. It's literally in the name. I don't know name. how niggas miss that. That it's shit a ain't a ski mask. Well, like, no, it's not. It ain't a, a casual mask. Like, it ain't a bar mitzvah mask. It ain't a hood like, mask. Like, like, no, nigga, it's a ski <laughs> mask. That's what it is. It's for the ski slopes. Typically worn with ski goggles. goggles. And that's to cover your whole face. To prevent snow flying Dog. in your fucking eye, obstructing your view, and you going into a tree like Dog. Sonny Bono. Dog. Dog. And niggas are just completely missing that all in the name of fashion. In addition to wearing a... I don't even think it's in the name of fashion. I'm going to be honest. It's it's not, to look, you think it's to look menacing? It's, it's literally to be able to menace and, like, impose, like, yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm out here, you know? It, yeah. It, it was the same thing that went on with sagging your jeans back in the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it was like, yo, why y'all got your jeans all sagging? Like, oh, no, this fashion. When in reality, it's like everybody looked a certain way. Yeah. Hip-hop culture is very, very one way. Yeah, very linear. It's very linear when it's going that way. When everybody was wearing motherfucking Pele Pele and Mark Buchanan jackets. That's what everybody was 72 wearing. 72 jeans. Yeah. That's what the fuck niggas was on. Then remember when the Slims hit, the real skinny, mm-hmm. the, the the jerk, jerk. Yeah, like when, yeah, yeah. When, them, when them jeans got real tight. Skinny jeans, big ass shoes. That's, that's what motherfuckers was on. And now it's reached a point where, especially in these urban environments, the Detroits, the Chicago's, the Phillies, the New York's, the ski mask is like a part of the everyday thing. But the part that y'all are leaving out is y'all not putting on ski mask and then going to do apprenticeships. Yeah, no. Because I'll be at the quarries. No one has a ski mask There's on. no leaders of industry or pol- politicians no. that we've seen with a ski mask on. No. So y'all not going to convince me that this is just some fashion thing that everybody is doing. No, it's a generational thing that a very finite amount of you motherfuckers are doing. And guess what? It's all young black males. Yes. So if you want to assimilate to looking like a fucking criminal, you have to be okay with the outcome that that shit brings in profiling yourself. Because that's going to be unwanted police attention. And guess what else is going to be? It's going to be unwanted attention from the ops. And you might not even have no ops. But if you got on the same shit that Lil Derek and them had on when they came and shot my house up, I'm going to assume if you in my neighborhood with this shit on right. that you Lil Derek and them, and I might shoot your fucking ass. I'm riding through South Philly yesterday because I went over to try to go to the right. I'm riding through South Philly yesterday. And I'm coming down the street. The nigga is, like, coming down the street. I don't know if he was arguing with somebody on this. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. 
Better participating McDonald's. Yeah. We coming on a block like niggas. I mean, fucked up, nigga. Fuck that. I had my window down so I can. My pistol right here. Right. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But he's walking down the block and literally all you can see was this. And he's like talking out like nigga. I mean, fucked up. Niggas think nigga. What the fuck? I don't do. And I'm just like, yo, this light got to come. I'm about to burn it. I'm I'm about to blow this joint. And it's just like, dog, y'all be outside menacing. And I'm going to keep it real. Y'all might not want to hear it, but it's like, it's going to get to the point where we got to start really, really giving it to the parents. Yeah. The parents have to be held The only The only way to fix a juvenile epidemic is to give it to the parents. No. Because, the, no. the, because they're already either have fractured relationships with their kids or scared of the kids. Dog. A lot of them. Dog. And that's why these kids are out here just roaming free like a motherfucking, like, uh, what's my man name that uh, played for the Seahawks? Uh, the fucking safety. Oh, Earl, <laughs> Earl, Earl like, Yeah, like, like, like Earl Thomas just roaming, doing whatever. Playing the joker position. They playing close to the line. Like they all over the goddamn it's field. Coming, nigga. Yeah, 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 it's 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 it's, it's, it's documented. It's documented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they did. They just they just all over the motherfucking field and just causing all of this fucking destruction by their mere presence. Let alone the actual shit that they're getting into. Bruh, bruh. We saw a video of a kid not too far from where we at right now pull the motherfucking machine gun yeah. out of his skinny jeans on like, the corner. How did you even get that in there? Like how? It's springtime. Yo. How did you get that in there? Pull the machine, pull the AR out of his shit, and start letting it go on a random downtown corner because of a verbal dispute with somebody. So let's not pretend that the ski mask is not synonymous with criminal behavior and criminal activity. I had a homie of mine on today on Twitter when I'm talking about. It, he like, well, if that's the case, then we gotta ban the N95 COVID mask with the hoodies too. And I'm like, bro, this is an oversimplification of a complex issue. The over the complex issue is crime. Criminal culture, criminal aesthetic, and everything that goes around it. Mm-hmm. We can't fix criminal culture and if we are jumping over the actual problem to focus on whataboutisms. Mm-hmm. Well, what about this? No, what you say? Hypothetical. Hypoth- if no. you show me, I said we have the visual and data-based metrics that show us the amount of crime that's happened in this city in the last three years with people wearing ski masks. We've seen it. There's many viral videos. I could show you 100 right now. Whereas if you show me the amount of people wearing COVID masks committing that similar level of heinous crime, it's probably 5 to 10%. So are we going to focus on the 100% or the 5 or 10%? Yeah. Because this is the, the, when niggas say shit like that, what they don't realize is you sound like when white people say, well, what about black on black crime? That's how you sound. Like the reality is this. I know several people in my family who wear COVID masks because they were, my, my exactly. girl's grandmother wears a COVID mask. Because they're immune compromised or they're she trying to protect themselves. She doesn't have a themselves. fucking ski mask because yes. we ain't on the slopes. Yes. That's the part motherfuckers is missing in this. You shouldn't have on a ski mask unless you on the slopes. And there takes a level of effort to even acquire these N95 COVID masks and all of that shit that it doesn't require in the hood to get these shices because they're omnipresent. Now, and the, if we're pretending like they're not omnipresent, we're having a disingenuous, dishonest conversation. I literally saw a store, a poppy store, the sign in the window said no shysties. Why the fuck do you think poppy got that up? It didn't say no N95 masks. No N95 masks. <laughs> but the fact that it, it didn't say no baklava or whatever. What's it called? Balaclava. Balaclava. Bal- baklava's a cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm hungry. It's a delicious but, dessert. Delicious. delicious. <laughs> What's it called? Balaclava. Balaclava. It don't say that. 
It don't say no ski mask. Yeah. It say no shiesty because we all understand what the fuck the word shiesty means when we talk about. It. And I know, I know, I I'm, I I have it on good authority. Pooh shiesty is probably sitting there like, man, I wish y'all would stop. <laughs> yes. I got parole. <laughs> I wish y'all would stop. I have an early release hearing coming up very like, soon. You're synonymous with this dumbass mask. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy. Like. And it, it's it's literally called a shiesty because we can carbon date the start of it to him wearing this mm-hmm. shit. They've been around. Balaclava's been around for years. You remember back in the day you see Dunkin' Donuts? It'd be like no socks, no shoes, no service, and mm-hmm. it would have a ski mask with a line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no ski mask. Real That's shit. something that societally we've already mandated We this already shit. know what the fuck a ski mask. When you watch fucking Law & Order or any of them shows, when you see the nigga with a fucking mask <laughs> with two holes and a mouth out, you know what time it is. about to get raped. It's going down. Yeah. That's reality. I don't know why the fuck. And, and that, that right there is part of the thing for me when it comes to like, young urban life it's a lot of pretending like we don't see or know the issue yeah, of what the fuck intentionally is going oblivious on. yeah intentionally just like man well, y'all why y'all tripping and it's like nigga the ski mask has been ruled out universally outside of the slopes since 1977 19 like literally <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> If you come around the corner with a ski mask on niggas is taking the fuck off so much so that other high-level criminals have ascended to more sophisticated measures of the skies because they know no. if I show up with the ski mask on, that alerts everybody here to call no. the police. Everyone. Everyone. So where bank robbers no longer fuck with the ski mask. High-level bank robbers are not showing up with a ski mask no. on because that trips everybody. No, they'll have a whole human a whole, mask. They'll yeah. have elaborate disguise. Yeah. Yeah. They look like a nigga from yeah. Vancouver or some goddamn where, you know what I'm saying, the Duke of Earl or something like that. They are not coming in there with no ski mask on. I saw that the ban includes public buses because it was funny because uh, I told you I was with a bunch of drivers and one of them was saying how the girl was like, because shout out OG Keith, he was saying how he talked to the girl on the bus and she was like, uh, he was like, yeah, you're not used to drive the bus because she was complaining about the kids. He's like, I used to drive because he retired. He's like, I used to drive the bus. I used to deal with the kids. And she was like, no. Not these kids. Not these kids. Like, and I'm like, yo, she's right. Yeah. Like, dealing with these kids now, she was like, yo, you go and pick up the school bus full of kids. She was like, it's 45, 50 kids on the bus. 40 of them got on masks. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I can't even register who is who. Yeah. So if one of them throws something, I don't know if that's him, if that's like, you just don't know. She's like, the girls be having ski masks on. Yep. And I'm just like, yeah, that's some crazy It's shit. a cultural problem. Straight up. It's a cultural problem, and it's like, you know, this is another one of those black people hate accountability moments because it's like, yo, my but my argument is if you're arguing against shit like this and legislation like this, you're operating under anti-black guys because the majority of people being affected by the people wearing these fucking ski masks are other black people. Right. So if you don't think that that shit is inappropriate and that shit needs to stop, then you're furthering the narrative that it's okay for black people to harm other black people. Right. Under the guise of anonymity, because that's what the fuck is going on here. So it's like we got we have a huge societal problem. The biggest two things right now, three things, drill music and whatever order you want to put them in. Drill music, fucking shiesties and ghost guns. Those are the three biggest things affecting the black community. Yeah. That's Period. True. And switches four switches. Yeah. 
That's yeah. that's across the fucking board. I'm telling you, when you get off into like the hood, man, and you really see, like, not trying to be funny, the hood is almost un, it's almost intolerable at this point. Yes, if you're outside of it, like you come around. Like, I told you that day I ended up on 21st season be more. My head was spinning. Like, yo, it's too much going on mm-hmm. out this joint. I looked up and I saw nine young niggas all with hoodies and masks coming around the corner, and you could tell they was just like on one. Like, yeah. they, and I'm just like, yo, let let me get the fuck. Because I don't, I don't even got nine bullets. Yeah, you far, like Juvenile said, you far away from home. You was, you was an alien. I got a 45. <laughs> it's a 6 plus 1. I don't even got nine bullets in this yeah. Like, this is bad. Like, let me get the fuck going. And if half of them are strapped, you at an immediate disadvantage. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Switches and, and, and uh, ladders and man, listen. We just had a situation in Philadelphia. Since y'all think it ain't no, ain't nothing going right. on in Philly, it's just racism. Just had a situation. <laughs> it's just, just, just motherfuckers being racist. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just had a situation in Philadelphia. Sixteen-year-old girl gets fucking arrested um, at around City Hall area with a Glock with a thirty in it. Fucking that ended up shooting like yeah. three or four people. Some crazy shit. I, I know she shot at somebody. Shot at she, somebody. Okay. My, I remember seeing it. I'm just like, yo, sixteen-year-old girl with a Glock with a ladder, and I'm just like, yo, I, I'll be honest with you. What dog, are you going through that you know you need to have that? I'll be honest with you, man. And I, yo, know, we were some wild young teenagers. I don't I, I don't remember any of the boys when I was 16 carrying a gun with an extension. Yeah, niggas had their little a, a deuce deuce a 32 maybe, maybe a 9. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. There's seven niggas. Where the, where the, where the blick at, bro? Yeah. Like I don't remember the boys carrying around a Glock with a ladder in it. So to see the young girls at that point, yeah, because because like, we I just said it, the the young boys is carrying machine yeah, guns. Yeah. So the girls, oh, I got to at least have a thirty yeah. to get myself a shot. Yeah, yeah. So it's like yeah. we have a societal problem, and pretending that we don't doesn't fix the oh, problem. Oh. And this is not time for whataboutisms. It ain't time for the white man is oppressing us. It ain't time for none of that. It's time you for some. Never listen, man. That it's time yeah. for communal. Unity on something. We need some communal solidarity on something and not 38% of niggas like, well, no, because when you think about it, this is inherently racist. It's like, if you don't get your stupid ass out of here, you don't care about nothing else racist when it comes to black people. But when people tell you that you niggas can't do something, now you want to speak up. You don't care about the fact that these same little niggas are terrorizing your neighborhood where your grandmother don't even want to come out to go to the grocery store. Because niggas is littering her steps and leaning on her car. I, I I know a girl. She straight told me, a woman. She straight told me her mother lived in the in the hood. She or she since moved, but her mom was still living in the hood. And she said she took her mom to go get groceries. You know, like you would do for your mother. You know, took her to go get groceries. Came back and it was like three or four niggas sitting on the steps of the house. You know, yeah. the hood motherfuckers mm-hmm. just sit on steps. And she said, I'm I'm looking at them like, all right. Who's going to be the first to move? Because she's like, it's bad enough that you see a 30-year-old woman and a 60-year-old woman pull up and open in the back of this truck, and nobody says, y'all need some help with exactly. this. Exactly. Never mind. No. Nah, I don't know these hoes. No, yeah. Who these hoes? Who these bitches? Like, oh, y'all live here? Oh, oh yeah. shit. Wow. She's like, never mind that. She's like, my mom and me get all the bags because you can't just leave the thing open with it because who knows no. what the fuck. So she's like, we get every Your car bag. might end up on right. eBay. <laughs> like, she said, we get every bag out the fucking back of the hatch, close the hatch and start coming up the steps. She said, Matt, these niggas slid to the side. Yeah. Hold on. Slid to the side. And she, she was like, it's four of them. I'm a small woman. My mom's a small woman. They, yeah. You know, niggas. So she just like, okay. 
went in, put the stuff down. She's like, I got the biggest pot my mom had and filled it up with water and started boiling the shit. She's like, and I literally said, you know, take a pot 15, 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. She's like, I really sat there. These niggas stayed on that fucking step. Yeah, the whole time. Whole step. She's like, I open that fucking door and start dumping that boiling hot water on the porch, letting the shit run down the step. They all jump the fuck up. Damn the fuck, bitch. Why you ain't just say, watch out? Or what the fuck you ain't and like, da da da. And she just like, what the fuck? Yeah, why do I gotta ask for courtesy at my shit? Like at my at our shit. I gotta ask you for courtesy. Hey, would you hey, mind moving? <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Tavel, would you mind moving, please? No, no. I know you and Lil Mark Mark are in a deep conversation here about who's better between <laughs> Lil Dirk and NBA Youngboy. But could you please uh, step to the side so me and my mother could get up the steps? Oh, no, no. She said she had to boil water and pour it down the steps for niggas to get That's up. what I'm saying. I don't have, I have zero tolerance I'm for these saying, niggas. I'm like, you ain't I have zero tolerance and zero understanding for these niggas. No, because no. so much of the shit that they're going through is self-inflicted. No. We, see it on these Reddit, we see it on these Reddit forums all day. I started a beef with some niggas up the street because I'm trying to get my rap career going. Like, y'all are creating bullshit for yourselves. No, she said she boiled, she boiled water and poured it down the steps. And niggas was mad. And that's kind of what he was alluding to, where it's like, you in here, you ain't really got no business in here in the first place. At all. But you in here, the women is having a ball. They buying bottles, ordering their food, having fun, taking pictures. You heard them down there screaming. How they, yeah. I was down. I was. I, I caught myself. <laughs> right. caught jigging, a vibe. I caught myself jigging through the fucking jail because like, that's what they do. You looking at them do that, you don't offer nothing, you don't bring nothing, you don't say, oh, it's your birthday, oh, it's your birthday, oh, yeah. drink, dr round of drinks on there, nothing, nothing. Then you try to talk to her, and she like, oh, no, I'm good, you know, I'm straight. I'm just and here with my friends, I'm just having a good time. Fuck out of here, you nut ass bitch. Fuck you think you better than me, bitch? And it's just like, yo, a lot of y'all problems do be self-inflicted, and you come yeah. out in the world and try to, like, put that on other people. And that shit needs to end. And it all starts, honestly, with, like, parenting. Like, I don't I don't know when parents gave up. And I, I guess that's going to be my y'all weird for this episode. Did you see the teacher who called the mom? Man. About her son not sitting down in the classroom? She said, well, why, why don't you just tell him to sit down? Like, what's, what's going on? Mom was like, the teacher's supposed to be in control of the room. So you you can't control the you room. You can't make him sit down? And she like, I can't make you any kid I can't do anything. Do anything. <laughs> I can request that they do it. And she like... What you mean? You the teacher? You make him? That she's like, no, you don't understand. Like, and that's the part a lot of these these parents nowadays don't get. Back in the day, the community was allowed to discipline your child. Now, no one can discipline your child. Yeah. Because if I say something to your kid, God forbid, I put hands on your kid the way the older folks was allowed to do it. Us. You gonna come up here you with a smoking gun, ready to smoke somebody. Mm -hmm. So it's like y'all gotta understand. A lot of this shit is y'all self inflicting this chaos. Yes. She straight told the teacher like, I'm at work, man. Don't call me about this. They shit. because these young parents. And it's a generational thing are treating schools and teachers like glorified babysitters. Man, you deal you with deal it. You deal with this shit. That's my time off from this. I'd live with this little piece of shit. You deal with them. <laughs> Fucking like this on your time. If you got to suspend him, kick him out, whatever you got to do. Don't call me about this it. Little piece of shit. I know he fucked up. I hate yeah, his dad. Yeah. Like I know he, I know he come from bad people. I know. I don't want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the girl who broke down crying in the car? She's a ballet teacher, and mm -hmm. she's talking about the shit she deal with. With she's like, I had a girl. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. In the class wouldn't stay in her spot. Was it? She's like, I pulled the mom to the side, like, hey, you know, your daughter's not really listening. Da -da. Well, maybe she just don't want to sit in that spot. And she like, it don't work like that. Yeah, no. Like that's not how child being a, you as that's a child. That's not how society works, dog. bro. 
We no. have to have law no. and order. You remember when I got in a fight? I can speak about it now because I don't work there. I don't give a <laughs> fuck. But I tried to kill that nigga, man. I pulled up the 69th Street. I was driving to 65. This was 2011. So this is well over 10, 11 years ago. I pull up. I open both doors because it's the end of the line. 65. It's 69th Street. Mm-hmm. I open the front door, open the back door. People getting off. The stop for the 65 is, you, have you ever been behind the terminal where the 65 Yeah. You know, you, you basically pull up where the 30 goes, mm-hmm. but the 65 berth is like the first joint, but you let people off at the terminal. Right. So I'm literally letting people off and then pulling up to the berth to pick up the next load of people heading out. I pull up, people get off the bus. I close both doors because the back door won't close. The bus won't move with the back door open. The breaking mm-hmm. a lot. So I close both the doors. As I'm closing the doors, the nigga is coming on the bus, front, on the back, like to get on the bus. Yeah. He gets caught in the back door. So I open the back door. I'm like, yo, what the? He's like, damn, dog, the fuck you close me in the door and shit? I'm like, my nigga, why are you coming on the bus? Right. So I could get on here before the fucking crowd get on. I'm like, so you're wrong. Right. You're wrong. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's start here. Let's acknowledge that. So I pull up. I'm like, I'm like, yo, true story. I'm not even about to leave. Right. Like, we got 12 minutes before we leave. Yeah. I'm about to walk in the terminal. Yeah. But I'm going to pull the bus up to the bus so the people can get on. So you was going to have the doors open any fuck. You know, it's a loader out there. I don't give a fuck. Right. So I pull the bus up. I open both the doors. People getting on the bus. He just going. Yeah, I was about to knock that nut-ass driver the fuck out. And, all. and I'm just like. No, you wasn't. Who's he talking about? <laughs> yeah, is another driver out <laughs> there? What the fuck? Who's the nut-ass driver? Because I'm, I'm the regular driver. Bro, what the fuck, man? I walk in the terminal. I go in the bathroom. Whatever, you know, I go to soda machine, get something to drink. I come back out. So you got to walk past the back door, you know, to get to the front. Mm-hmm. Both the doors is open. The bus is off. You know when a bus is quiet. Right. Like when it's <laughs> off, ain't no engine on, the air yeah. conditioner, that shit is silent. I walk past. I hear him because he in the back of the bus. I hear Still him, chirping. Hey, with his pussy right here and da, 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 all this shit. So I'm just like. I'm still lost as to how we got here. You got on the door. When you wasn't supposed to yeah. get on and got caught up in the doors trying to sneak on the back of the bus. That's your fault. I don't understand how I'm wrong in this situation. Mind you, I never was like, come pay your fare. Nothing. You, you know what? You, on the bus. you want me to tell you why you're wrong? Because I'm a nigga and I get to do whatever the fuck I want to do. That's how you wrong, nigga. I pull the fuck out from the joint. He's still going. I pull out. We go up past the golf course. You drop down on uh 66. You drop down on fucking... Uh, Whatever the fuck that street is, I can't even remember right now. But we got to Lebanon. Mm-hmm. We're the seven yeah. eleven. We get to six six eleven nine. He rang the bell, so I see him get come down the little steps, and he walked past the back door. I'm like, here we go. Here we go. So I don't pop the brake because that's an immediate. I just open the back door because of the interlock. I know yeah. the bus ain't gonna move. I just open the back doors. He come right up. Yeah, what was all that shit you was talking? I'm like, the shit you was talking. I didn't say a word to you. Right. Just go ahead, man. I don't care. He like, I should fuck you up. When he said that, I closed the front door now. Right. <laughs> now you can't leave. Now, so now, because you're not going to do no crazy shit and just run off yeah, the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not chasing you. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll drive this bus on the curb after you. <laughs> right. I'm not running after you down this motherfucker. So I closed the front door, and I'm like, yo, just get off in the back. He's open the fucking door. I'm like, the door is open, but you're going off in the back. You're yeah. not getting off in the front of this fucking bus. Get off in the back. He turned, and as he turned, he and spit. It didn't hit me. It went past yeah, me. Yeah, but was I, the intent of I you. I felt the mist of Yeah, spit wind. Nigga. I, I'm not even trying to be funny. I, I, like, I don't remember. I just don't. 
I, I know it wasn't great. <laughs> I know that. It wasn't great. It was a bad day. It wasn't great. And all of that shit went there because this nigga was 100% wrong mm-hmm. and then tried to justify it over and over and over and over again to the point where I left it alone. Yep. You could have gotten off the bus. You could have not said nothing, nigga. I took you to your stop. Literally. After the craziest literally. Interaction, interaction ever. Got there and literally closed the front door and said, just get off in the back. Yeah. For my own personal, just get off in the back. And then you still tried to spit at me as if I'm not right here. You not, It's people holding on because the bus is packed. You're not getting through them. And it's just like, <laughs> at what point do you process this shit? Like, you know what? I'm all out of options. Yeah. I'm going to just go. I'm going to just enjoy my day. It don't happen. And I've seen that shit countless times over and over. I was telling Mill and him, like, 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 yo, I've seen shit on that bus where you just, like, you deal with these people and you, like, huh? Right. Yes, yeah, inexplicable. Like, w- what? Yeah. <laughs> I remember a nigga literally was getting chased down the street ch- at uh, 29th and Oxford. Mm-hmm. He was on 48. He was running for his life. I pull up, open the door. He get on the bus. <sighs> go, go, go. I closed the door. I'm like, fuck is wrong with you? He's like, no, man, them niggas was chasing me, man. Like, yo, yo, niggas, they was on some shit. Yo, I, yo, I ain't got no bread. Yo, can I, I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't care. Just go ahead. He like, damn, though, you don't hear my story. I'm getting chased, y'all. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I don't have shit to do with this. <laughs> Whole way down the street. Nut ass bus driver thinks better than niggas because he working his job. That's <laughs> like, yo, what? This man? nigga then stole a loaf of bread or some shit. Like, <laughs> nut ass. Look at this nigga air fryer get out of my house and get chased down the fucking street. And it just you don't want to hear my story? Absolutely not. No. These motherfucking problems be self-inflicted. And niggas walk around like, no, man, I can't believe I got to deal with this shit. Craziest shit ever, man. But I saw that that, that ballet teacher breaking down crying, and I saw that shit with the the teacher calling him out. I'm just like, yo, what is up with y'all as parents, man? Like, how did it get like this? Like the 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 level of scrutiny, it's a, that's a societal failure, and I'm not trying to get nobody out. But the same level of scrutiny that it takes to get married, you should have to go through that same level of scrutiny to have a child. But the reality of it is, is like it's just not there. Like there's no scrutiny, there's no accountability. You fuck somebody today, you pregnant later on the day, and nine months you got a little fucking baby uh, bastard here that's about to fucking, that's set up for uh, failure that's going to terrorize Earth that I, you don't want, that the father don't want, and then it just creates this cycle of just repeat, repeated action over and over and over I and over again. I said it on Twitter years ago. Motherfuckers got so mad at me because it went viral. I said, it's ridiculous that anybody can just have a child, but you can't get a 19 maxima without three references, a job, and some credit. 620 or <laughs> You can't go get an Ultima. Well, not with the, you can get the 2.5, <laughs> right. but you ain't getting the 3.5. The 3.5 is you absolutely get, out of it. The <laughs> with the levels? You're going to need a major co- co-signer <laughs> to get the 3.5 with the levels. But you can just go have a kid whenever the fuck you mm-hmm. feel like it. And that shit Have a the, kid by accident. By accident. That's the reason why we're in this situation we're in when it comes to just life in general with everything. It got hot as shit in here, yo. Fast. I don't know what the hell is going on. But uh, I want to throw... Throw this out there. I got into this the other day. Switching up a little bit, you know, changing gears. Talk a little sports shit real quick with y'all. The Eagles, by the time this come out, they'll have played their game against San Fran. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the city's know, in a frenzy, by the way. Absolute frenzy. A lot of people were mad that the Eagles were underdogs in the game. You know, I, I felt it kind of made sense. Um, I got in a conversation the other day with some Philadelphians. 
God bless you. God bless you. You get into a conversation with some Philadelphians, you don't know. And they, they, we were talking sports, and these are white guys. You know, first time, long time, calling from Taconi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Calling W. Jim from Cinnamonson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always, yeah. Cinnamonson or uh, what's it, Collindale? <laughs> Always. But I'm talking to them. It's time from Fallcroft. Yeah, Fallcroft. Yeah, like, you know, Sharon Hill, man. Just, just. I think it's time to have the conversation. Sirianni's better than yeah. Andy Reid, man. straight up. But I'm having a conversation with them, and we just talking sports, whatever, whatever. And literally, one of them was like, I don't know who. I, I, like, I feel like Jalen Hurts is probably going to win the MVP. I'm not sure. And I'm like, I think right now it's, it's Jalen Hurts is best player, best team type thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, to me, I think Dak is like, Dak has made a claim. Dak is right there. Shut my ass up. And all of them was like, what? You got them crazy out your mind, Dak. And did it. And, and people, it, the thing with a lot of these things are people <laughs> will, they'll either hold on to a scenario or they'll like create one yeah. and not acknowledge what's really happening. So the one guy says, Dak, come on, man, with all the interceptions and shit. And I'm like, he literally has only thrown six interceptions this year. He's like, I'm saying, but in prior. And I'm like, but the MVP. <laughs> for this season. It's for this season. It's a 17-game step side, baby. So then the next one says, yeah, but, like, I mean, the Cowboys, they be great, but it's like they, they just don't win the playoff games. And I'm like, this is a regular season MVP <laughs> and not a playoff season MVP. Told you, Philadelphians got Philadelphians. <laughs> so then the, the third one, he's all white guys. Third one was like, Explain to me. Just get, he was like, you're a talker. You got the podcast, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, give me 60 seconds on why you think Dak Prescott is in the MVP. They weren't even trying to put him in the race. Yeah, like, and fuck I'm, being a finalist. Like, Why Dak Prescott deserves to be in the MVP race. I'm like, okay. The Cowboys are 9-3, and three, right? Not the best record in the league, but 9-3. and three, Definitely top of the wild card, fighting for the top of the division. Yeah. Right? For the last six games, Dak Prescott has been the best player in football. In the last six games, he has 22 touchdowns against two interceptions, right? For the year, he's number two in yards. He's number two in completion percentage. He's number one in QBR, and he leads the league in touchdowns while only throwing six interceptions. To be fair, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and uh, uh, Tua. All have more. All have more interceptions. So I'm like, when I go and look at FanDuel and they're the odds makers who are predicting the the uh, probability in the MVP, right now Jalen Hurts is the number one. Dak is in number two. Dak is above Le- Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Tua, and motherfucking, uh, what's his name from, from the Niners? Brock Purdy. I said all of that. He was like, yeah, man, I just, I fucking hate the Cowboys, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you should have just led with that, and I could have yeah, right, skipped right, my right, elevator right. pitch. And I'm like, it's not even me being a Cowboys fan. I just think I'm being realistic. Yeah. Dak has been the best player in football over the last month and a half. That's just what it is. He's looked like a different quarterback. He's 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 been absolutely phenomenal. I the reason I, I brought that up is where do you see things ending now that we're at the last four games of the season? What do you see happening going forward? As far as the Eagles, where do you think they finish? Where do you think the Cowboys finish? Do you have any projections for the end of the year? Um, I think the Eagles are probably going to end up still being the number one seed um, once you once you mm-hmm. finish it all out. Um, they have, you know, a test these next four weeks. 
Uh, but I think the Cowboys' schedule is still a little bit more favorable for them. If I'm for the Cowboys, for the Cowboys, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Cowboys got one. They got an easier schedule. Yeah, they got an easier schedule. So it's like I still think the Eagles are going to end up finishing it out. Um, the Cowboys are probably going to end up being a wild card, and they're probably going to end up being something like thirteen and four. Uh, like thirteen and four, and then the Eagles are probably going to end up being like fifteen and two or whatever. Because I do think that they're going to end up dropping one of these games that they plan. I don't know if it's the San Francisco game. I don't know if it's don't they still play Seattle? Ooh, Eagles, the Eagles, yeah, Eagles play Seattle. That's like a potential trap game, and then they got uh, two other ones, I believe, as well that are uh, like top flight opponents, like yeah. legitimate opponents or whatever. Whereas the Cowboys have, I think, the Bills, Washington again. Yeah. Like they kind of got like the the like some crap to clean up. I the think rest this, of this next the, today with, well with the Niners game is if the Eagles win that they're they're going to be the number one seed. Yeah, it's going to take them losing that because I don't think they're beating the Cowboys next week. No, they, I think the, the Eagles Cowboys to me just yeah that was the other split. one they play each other. Yeah, they always so, they always split. It's a fucking division. So game. my thing is if they lose against the Niners and then they play the Cowboys and lose the Eagles and the Cowboys got the same record right. at that point. You know what I'm saying? So. We'll see what happens, but I, that that whole Dak isn't in the MVP race. Nah, he's 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 an MVP finalist. It's I, him. I it's it's Jalen. It's him. It's CJ Stroud. Um, he's not in the top seven. That's crazy. I mean, it's reality rookie. You know what I mean? You know how that shit go. But right now, Brock Purdy is the number six. Two is the number five. Lamar is number four. Patrick Mahomes is three. Dak is two, and Jalen Hurts is one. It's crazy because once upon a time, like five or six weeks ago, fucking they, people had uh. Tyreek Hill and A.J. Brown uh, as potential MV- league MVPs. Dak fucking seven weeks ago was a plus 1,600. Now he's a plus 300. Yeah. Like, the odds came down that fucking much where he's the number two favorite to win MVP. Do you also notice how all of the A.J. Brown is the best receiver in football talk cooled off once yeah. he was off of that run? And then, then you look and it's like, oh, CD had three games in a row of a buck 50 or better or whatever. Now they're like, oh, well, maybe he's the best receiver. It's like they all make it on a week-to-week basis. All of these guys are phenomenal. These are the best athletes in the history of fucking sports, yeah. whether you go NBA, NFL, MLB, across the fucking board, soccer. These are the best athletes in the history of sport, and they're all go- and, and the, 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 the 1% of those guys that make it to the league are all going to show flashes of I'm the fucking guy. But guess what? There are seven more guys that could do the same thing. Fucking Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Like, Shit, look at Metcalf this past week. Went, Metcalf had three touches out crazy. of nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like don't forget, I'm in the conversation. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Like, all these guys are fucking excellent. And a lot of this shit, these these outcomes, these statistical, uh, these statistical outcomes are all due to systems, scheme, structure, yeah. Yeah. shit like that. Fucking, are you featured? What do you have across from you? Like, all of that shit matters. It's not like one clear cut. It's not the Jerry Rice era where it's... Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's like, it's Jerry Rice and the rest of these niggas. Like, it's not like that no more. Straight up. The, um, starting to land the plane a little bit, keeping it with current events. Did you, did you notice the energy around the, uh, Jayana Webb got sentenced Yes. Did you notice how crazy those things is? Again, the accountability. Yeah, no. Niggas niggas and accountability is the worst recipe in the history of Earth. But the young girl who was pulled over by the state troopers, Mm -hmm. um, you know, they pulled her over, 
Clearly, she was drunk. They let her go to go after. Apparently, someone was walking, walking on ninety five. Still, it's just like yes. <laughs> talk about a crazy circumstance yes. that got crazier. Yes, that's some movie shit. State troopers pull you over. You clearly drunk. Oh shit! Somebody's walking on the highway. We got to go deal with this. Him. Yeah, let's get him you off go this get highway. Him and then the drunk girl comes and runs all three y'all over. Yeah. It's like what? And when it initially when what? That's crazy as when shit. It, when right? it initially happened, my conversation was 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 this to everybody I talked to. Very rarely in life do you get a mulligan when you're completely in the wrong. Yeah. Very rarely. So like for, on the spot on mulligan. The spot mulligan. Yeah. So for her to not only not take the mulligan, but take it as an opportunity to continue the same degeneracy that she was just taking part in is like you already got pulled over. At that point where the cops pull you over you and give you a break, you're supposed to go to jail right then and there right. on the spot. You save three lives if you go to jail for a DUI. Mm-hmm. Instead, they allow you to go in the understanding of it's a Sunday night, it's a lot of weird shit going on, nigga walking on the mm-hmm. highway, slow the fuck down and get home safely, and you punch that motherfucker again, catch up to those same police officers and kill them and the gentleman that was walking on the highway. It, it still is just like, how? Because it's like, you didn't even say, let me get off this motherfucking take the street. I, no change in behavior. It's so much in there. <laughs> because, okay, we got to go get this guy who's walking on the highway. And how long did you wait? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. To where it was like, then you pull off and kill all three because they clearly caught up to the guy. Yes. So it's like, I, it, it, none of it made sense to me. No, it still doesn't. It still is just a big-ass question mark for me. But what we do know are the facts is the two state troopers and the gentleman's name, uh, I just had it before I went to check my losing-ass bets for the day. <laughs> Some bad beats today, man. Be- I got a bad beat for your ass. I'm going to tell you before we get out of here. Um... State Troopers Brandon Seska and Martin Mack, along with Reyes Rivera Oliveras. Those names, boy. Like, it's got some names on them, boy. Got a name on y'all. <laughs> but, um, yeah, rest in peace to those three. They all were killed, you know. And she went to the initial. They charged her with the third-degree murders. They dropped them. Then they reinstated the murder mm-hmm. charges. Um, she went in, and she pled guilty, took the plea deal. And, basically, they... She got sentenced last week to 27 to 50. Yeah. And I saw people were literally like, this is crazy. And I'm like, no, it's not. But yeah, three I, murders. I thought she was going to considerably more time if we being all the way honest. Um, you know, the element of, you know, vehicular homicide usually gives you some, some benefit of the mm-hmm. doubt, just generally speaking. However, the presence of the social media activity, her literally having being stopped by the police, them recognizing your driving is impaired, but slow down, get the fuck home, be safe, whatever. Then for her to later, minutes later, essentially, probably within a 20-minute window or whatever, come back in contact with those, you know, two cops and the other individual, kill them. It's like there's a lot of mitigating circumstances here that is like when you break it down nine years apiece for each murder, it's kind of like you kind of got what you deserve. Yeah, yeah. If it was one person... If it's one, then you might be talking about a Dante Stallworth situation. Yeah. Like, it might be a different situation. Yeah. But, but three and two of them being the cops who just pulled you over? This is all bad. This is all bad. Especially this when you have a history of, of degenerate social media uh, activity. Yeah, and I think that, that like, kind of... 
that that was the one that really because even when the did you see the cops' wives were talking after the uh, yeah the, the, the judgment order and the one was like. You know, to see her just, like, be that grossly, like, negligent about, like, yeah, I drive drunk all the time. Like, yeah. like proud I'm about the best it. drunk driver. Yeah, it, and it's like that. Don't that, work that way. You go to jail for that. Those were the nails that yeah. was just. You go like, to jail know, for that. And just to see, and, and, and you know, I'm not, I'm not a judge of nobody or no shit like that. I get it. Again, I say it all the time. Nobody's perfect. But she was out on bail. Mm-hmm. And she got pregnant. So that's why they're delaying her. To March. Yeah, and, and it's just like. What did we say at the beginning of this show? <laughs> if if ever there is a time to not have a child, now was the time. When you about to do twenty seven, yeah, not the, yeah like, now was the time. You, if, if any time, like, you but know. you know that's a trick though. That's a trick where I'm going to show up to sentencing pregnant and hope that they the the court seeks real. leniency on me. I don't think this is no David Blaine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey man, what do you say? This ain't no David Blaine, Chris Angel mind. <laughs> like I don't think this was that. I, I think this was just we we was just I'm, I was out. I don't. It's it's a wild situation, man. And um, you know, at the heart of it, where where I have a problem with our people trying to make it seem like you know it's just no big deal is. In doing that, you are basically saying that the lives of the people that were lost aren't worth much by defending her. Because it's like, there had there, there could either be some sort of middle ground, but if y'all are just taking a stance that this don't make no sense, that means that fuck the people that lost their lives. I don't understand how you can drive drunk. and Because I, 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 we watch uh, Court Cam. That's our shit. Court Cam. And, yeah, and, and yeah. You, you got into Neighbor Wars and all of them. They are the funniest <laughs> shits ever. But we watch court came all the time, and it's like, guy was on there the other day. He was driving drunk. His blood alcohol level is 0.08 is drunk. Mm-hmm. His drunk was 0.27 or something. Oh, man. It's yeah, like he was yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. Four, three, three and, and a half, half times the legal limit. It was limit. crazy. And <laughs> he was saying he had no recollection of any of it. Yeah, like waking up blackout in hospital, drunk. He, yeah, he yeah. had no recollection of shit. But he killed a, a, a young girl who's in college or whatever, and he wound up getting 16 years of that. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, one person, you driving drunk, you get 16 years. You know, you, whatever county you in, Commonwealth, it changes. Yeah. But it's like killing three people when you drunk as shit, and then they show you social media bragging about drunk driving, and it's the cops who put all of this shit combined, nine years for each joint. It's like, you kind of got to eat that. I ain't going to hold you. you. Like, low key, you caught a break. Because they could have easily just been like life. Mm-hmm. Had they wanted to really, really try that shit. And I think that's the part people miss where it's like, because we've been oppressed or, or beat down or whatever. So we many- think every single case is the same. No matter how heinous yeah. the action of this black person, if it's a black person on one side and a white person on the other side that's that's in a victim position, it's, well, well we got to ride with this black person. And it's like, that's not how you get compassion or understanding from the other, no. from the other side. You no. know what I'm saying? No. That's not how you rise above your circumstance by completely... Showing a total lack of empathy for the lost lives of people who, at the end of the day, were just doing their job. Yeah, straight up. And I, I, I saw the the, the murmurs and the, the comments, and I'm just like, yo, you, you kill three people, you take the plea, which makes sense. 27 is, is it's, it's, it, I know it might sound fucked up, but that's fair. Super fair. That's that's that that's fair. Three lives are lost, and all you got to do is sit down for twenty seven years. Oh, uh, the one I think the uh, the Siska, his wife is pregnant. You know what I'm saying? She's like, yeah, he's never going to meet his kid. You know, what I'm like it's just this is crazy. And then to see us like 
almost galvanized behind the movement of like, come on, man, we all, I see, we, we all drive drunk. And it's yeah. like, not really. No, I don't. Absolutely like, not. I barely drink, period, let alone drive drunk. That night we was at that party. Shout out to Kev. We, we were hammered. Kev, looked, oh, yeah, Kev yeah, yeah. looked me in my eyes and was like, you're not driving. You're not driving home. I was like, no, I'm good. He was like, no, you're not driving. He's like, I'm going to get y'all Uber. I was like, I'm going to get y'all a nice Uber. But <laughs> we getting you an Uber. Yeah. And he put me and Lee in that fucking Uber. He saw me at the truck getting my shit. He was yelling at me like my pop. Get away from the truck. I was like, no, I'm just getting my bag. <laughs> like straight up. So it's like, yeah, yo, sometimes you got to get in the Uber. We live in a world now where... I guess that's the theme of the theme of the show. Self-inflicted problems. Yeah. We live in a world where automation is a real thing. You can just automate a lot of these problems that actually go on. Real shit. You could have left that for not trying to be funny, bro. I know this sounds crazy. But Dan, you know, Dan, we've done nigga shit. You could have left that fucking car on the on highway. On the highway, caught an Uber. You could have put a t-shirt in that motherfucking yeah. window and walked down caught, the road. Caught, caught an Uber, caught somebody to come get your ass. Yeah. Slept it off. Go to sleep. Climb right in the back seat. Cut this motherfucking car. Go to over. sleep, dog. Anything was better than what she did. Yeah. Y'all, the, the problems that people self-inflict and then look at the world like, y'all see this? This is crazy. It's yeah. like, yeah, we saw it, all right? Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> we saw it, all right? Yeah, we saw it. Like, that shit, that, that, that wasn't it, man. So, you know, rest in peace to all the people that lost their lives. Absolutely. Um, you know, they, I guess they pushed the sentence back to March, right? So. Well, they per, 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 pushed her, turn herself in back to March. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. You got yeah. Come, come got a re- report, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Reporting for 27 seems crazy. <laughs> yeah, me personally. <laughs> you grabbed the mic for this. Two I'm words. gone. I'm going to tell Chad, put me in the trunk. We're going to go to New York, New York to Canada, Canada to Egypt, and that's it. Yo, <laughs> facts come through, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely, they give me a, you give me a 90-day window or whatever, I'm not, I'm not reporting. That shit is dead. Yeah, I don't know if I can report for 27. But I, here's the thing, I know she don't have the resources to be able to get on the run like that and live a sustained life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where you She's a just, kid. Yeah. Like, when the guys escaped from the jail, you didn't see was another jail escape. Mm-hmm. When the guys escaped from the jail and they, they caught him in North Philly, like 20 other people, he was like, damn, man, why he was still in North Philly? It's like, where was... He was, just got out of jail. Did right. you think it was like some pot of gold somewhere where, he was going to go grab? Like, and he, he, he didn't like, have he a broke, plan. He just yeah. wanted to get out of jail. He broke out because he had this million dollar stash. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. No, like, yeah, yeah, you just outside. But I, I honestly don't know if I can... Like, come for 27. I'm coming. Yeah, I'll be there. Nah. I don't know. Where y'all at? Uh, all right, bet. I, I'll see you in a minute. Y'all there now? <laughs> uh, <laughs> y'all right. y'all going to be there, right? Don't even let people turn themselves in for that much time. Yeah. Maybe she probably on some ten, form of home confinement or whatever. Us. Yeah. What kind of say? Five hours later, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> like, go ahead and ride with it. Oh, real quick, can we get out of here? Bad beat. Did you see the Yale and Vermont Joan last no, night? Did. did you see that then? Dog. No, I missed it. Dog. Yale was this if you had the Yale money line, Yale was up 64, 63, excuse me, with 3.6 seconds left. Okay. They score a two-pointer. They go up 65. They're to 65 to 60. They up five points with 3.6 seconds left. Okay. Vermont inbounds the ball. 
dribbles down the court. The Vermont player lays it up for a two. 65 to 62 with .6 seconds left on the clock. Okay. The, the announcer's like, yeah, it's a little too late for the layup. .6 seconds. They down three. 65 to 62. Yale inbounding the ball. The Yale player, for no reason, elbows like the <laughs> Vermont player. Offensive foul. Ball goes back to Vermont. Yeah. Point six seconds left on the clock. Catch and shoot. And an and one on a three-pointer. Get the fuck out of here. Why would I make that up? Lose by one point. Nigga bangs the three-pointer, <laughs> gets the and one, makes the foul shot. Point three seconds left on the clock. Yale inbounds, throws it up. Nothing. Yale loses the game. Uh, they were up five wow. points with three seconds left. Insane. And lost the shit, dog. Hashtag bad beat TV. I cannot make this shit up. I'm about to show it to Chad. The full length of this bout tonight. The count of outs with only three seconds remaining. Deloney puts it in with 0.6 seconds still on the clock. But it will be too little too late. All Yale need to do is inbounds. And a foul. Mm, a push off. It's Vermont. A bad play. Can Vermont draw up? Can they have a prayer answer? Deloney. Long. He puts it in. Uh, and he made the foul shot. Gave damn. Right. Damn. 65 to 60 with three seconds left. They lost that I game. know he's swimming in pussy today Duh. back over my, over my campus. God and, and, damn. And, and this is for all my betters out there. We can end with this. I want to actually want to throw something out to you real quick with that too, with the sports betting shit. At this juncture, sports, these are the greatest players we've ever seen. Like, no lead is safe, my nigga. In no sport. In no sport. <laughs> no sport at all. <laughs> In no sport. The game the other night, who was it? The, the Raptors and the Bulls or the Raptors? Was it the Bulls and the Nuggets? It was one of them. They were up 14 in the second quarter. 14 with seven minutes left in the second quarter. The game was tied. At half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, no lead. The Mavericks scored 30 straight last night against the Thunder. Mm -hmm. And the and Thunder are playing well. Yeah. They scored 30 straight against the motherfuckers in the fourth quarter. Took the lead and then lost it again. Yep. Like, at this juncture, these teams score way. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hey. Two. It's all offense. It's, no it's, just, it's unbelievable, dog. It's unreal. It was like a tweet that had some traction uh, yesterday. It was like, you know, the, the league, like the competition committee for the league has to really sit down and figure out ways to implement more defense back into the game because it's like you. But here go the crazy part. It is defense in the games. It's just these niggas are that funny. Yeah. Like, not trying to be funny. There are defensive juggernauts out on the floor. Like, Drew Holiday's a defensive juggernaut. Giannis is a defensive juggernaut. But the teams are... Dog, there was a joint the other day that showed Steph Curry on one offensive setting ran like 330 feet. Did you see that shit? Yeah. He was all over. This was one <laughs> offensive set. These players are offensively too good. I told you it was a joint where he lost Damian Lillard. 
He literally, Damian Lillard yeah. couldn't keep up with the nigga because he was just running for 20 seconds. Yeah, Damian Lillard's playing some real bad defense. Steph got his mouthpiece hanging half out of his mouth just jogging, <laughs> just running in circles and shit. This shit crazy. But I wanted to ask you a question. We was like geeking about it the other day, being right. <laughs> I'm going to ask you, because Dan's going to feed it. How does it feel, and how do you, how do you, Chad, as Chad Fain, how do you cope and deal with being the only person not sports betting on well, the planet? <laughs> on Earth. I just, the only solace that I find in it is... Because you the, know you're the only one. I'm the only one. one. You are the only one. The I, women, the children, yes. everybody. There was dog. a tweet yesterday that said, we have, we have an epidemic of sports dog, betting in the United States dog, of America. Dog. Girl hit me the other day. Nice looking girl. Real nice. What do you say? Fine. Fine, young sister. Fine, sister. <laughs> she hit me in the DM and was like, I love your show. I'm like, oh, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. You know, just, you know for the ladies. You know, like, <laughs> nice looking young girl. She's like, no, nah, because y'all, y'all, Joan, just, it, it just, it's so authentic and it's so funny and she's so smart. And I, I just, I fucks with y'all. I really, really like when you be talking and you be, you just be saying the stuff that I like to hear. I'm like, oh yeah, what I be talking about? She's like, yo, when you talk that sports man shit, let me ask you this. So for the rest of the season, right, I'm looking, I'm, she's, I'm like, oh, God, God, you God. talk that shit I like to yeah. hear. Yeah. Bitch trying to get some memorized. Sweet talk, you all some bets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I heard you talk about the Mavs first half. Yo. Remember the traffic thunder? He was like, yeah, man, you cut up like a Julianne salad, man. You got any tips? <laughs> any tips? <laughs> Bitch was trying to slow on me for some tips, for some, man. For some betting uh, trends. So that's my question to uh, you. How does it feel to be the only person? Not the only, the, I'm going to keep it a buck because I like I follow somebody that that um that's like a, a heavy uh, better and they sell picks, uh, Miss Locksmith or whatever. And I follow her and she been smacking them lately. She been going crazy. And the only solace that I have is that I know I'm also, I'm not winning, but I'm also not losing. So that's like my only like peace of mind is like, oh yeah, well, you know, I didn't bet $300 a day and lose all of them parlays. So like, I, technically I still won because I kept my $300. That's yeah. how I'm looking at it. Even though motherfuckers are smacking tickets. My man D smacked two tickets recently for like, one for like 13000 another one for like 9000 or whatever. Like niggas is hitting them bets. Uh, everybody in sports betting. I've thought about it. You know what I'm saying? I thought I thought about it, and I'm just. Uh... Say it again. Cool. You sports bet? <laughs> I got I got one more person. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. There's two things I I know my personality. I have an addictive personality, right? Like the first time I smoked nicotine, I haven't smoked anything. Uh -huh. <laughs> right. Grab the mic. V, grab the mic. Oh, no, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang, y'all still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so, so that's the kind of like the same thing with me. I have a very addictive personality. We got you. Remember that, that one weekend we got I was, you I was high. Oh, yeah, on, on a free bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Had a bet. We, we got in the bet $1,000 <laughs> on the game. He hit that motherfucker. Hit that like, motherfucker. I went to Rivers. First time, once, I went to Rivers. For $25 one ticket. Oh, yeah. I never went back again. I was done. I was yeah. like, this is way too much of a <laughs> rush to even do something. I took lead to, I was in a poker room. And mind you, I'm playing one three six, which is a big game at the time yeah. of Harris. So I got, you know, a couple thousand on the table. It was a pretty good game. I gave Lee like $200. She went upstairs, like, go play the slot machine. Yeah. I look up, and she's, like, running down the escalator, which is, like, <laughs> like, why are you running down the escalator? Yeah. <laughs> she's, like, running down the escalator and, like, running into the poker room, like, smiling and cheesing and shit. So I was just like, what the fuck? And she's like, 
And I'm like, oh, shit, she must hit a jackpot. <laughs> I jumped the fuck up. She was like, I want $112 up there on the machine. I'm just like, man, get the fuck, <laughs> get the fuck away from me. Like, like, dog, like, that shit real. Yeah, the, the dopamine hit associated with gambling, especially when you winning, is so, like, euphoric. I'm afraid to get addicted to that and be chasing that high yeah. of, like, hit, trying to trying to hit a bet. You know what I'm saying? But I see people that, that hit a lot, like frequently, and I'm just like, damn. Yo, you know the little trick I mess with, man. She been smacking them for the last month and a half. She 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 done she done got everybody to get all their money back from one board discord and all the people that was in his discord it's started the old, <laughs> old job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, you know, it's it's there's right ways and there's wrong ways to do shit, but sometimes when people operate in those gray areas in the margins and they, you know, they, they, some people fuck with player parlay. Some people fuck with, you know, prop bets. Some people, you know, play money lines. Some people, you know, understand how to tease lines up, stuff like that. It's like a lot of different factors that go into that shit. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's definitely a lifestyle. You know yeah, what I mean? You and gotta I think, live that shit. I think a lot of people are more so trying to get rich fast. They're looking at it like lottery as opposed to like, this is going to be my life. Let me find the win. Yeah. Let me really sit here and search. Our guy the other day from Vegas, he literally already is like Eagles, Cowboys over next week. Like that's his pick. He's on. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got nothing until next yeah, Sunday. Nah, I don't <laughs> fuck with none yeah, of these nah, other jokes. Columbia versus Yale. Nigga. I don't know about that. Yeah, I, Eagles, Cowboys over, nigga, 46. Well, I think it's at 48 now. But it's like some people are just like they lock in. I'm going to take this game, big money. Mm -hmm. We're going to get paid. And other people are like, yeah, I'm going to put $10, $20 and just try to smack them for $13,000. Right. It's just like that's not realistic. Did you see they said for the first time the sports books are going to make $100 billion? Yes, they said it's a hundred billion gonna be bet this year on sports. That's crazy. Like, cause they're already they're already at November, so they can predict with December what it's gonna be. But they said this is the first year ever where over a hundred billion dollars is going to be placed wagered in American sports world. And I'm just like, a hundred billion dollars is like could shift the economy. Yeah. And it's yeah. like we out here just putting that shit on the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy as yeah. That's fuck. rough, man. That's rough. Rough. So I guess I take some solace in knowing I'm not contributing to the degeneracy of America also. I mean, because, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. It works the same way with lottery. Think about how, Yeah, I don't play lottery either. You know, <laughs> motherfuckers play lottery. And I mean, like, we was making jokes about the shit last night. It don't matter what the fuck number come out, a nigga got some tie to that number. Yeah. Number come out, it's 65-14. God, do you know I was in ninth grade? I used to stay at my aunt. My aunt lived 64. <laughs> 65th in grade, 65-14. Like, niggas play lottery. Every, I know motherfuckers I worked with where I'm talking about, they would have their numbers on a little piece of cardboard, and they would walk into the lady and get a dog. <laughs> Did you find? Did you find? Just printing shit out. And this is funny. What the last one say? Oh my god! When you B day, I'm gonna play it today. She's talking about fortune cookies and everything. Like, duh, it's it's really. But think about it. People play the lottery every day, and they'll finally hit the big four for. 2,500 right. when they 59. You know, and they be hyped when they hit that much. Yeah, so I know two people that hit the lottery recently. Like, uh, one for 5,000, one for 7,500. My man recently hit a, a parlay for, I think it was like 3,850 or some shit. Nice little $4,000 yeah. hit. Hit that joint. was like, all right, now I'm only down 1,400 on fit. I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, that shit real. $25 at a time. That shit is real. But I got nothing else, man. You got anything else you want to throw out there? Nah, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Sunday, tickets, yeah, Sunday, yes. December seventeenth, uh, holiday hangover. TRP and friends live from Billy Penn Studios, uh, five p.m. to nine p.m.
poetry, comedy, live podcasts, food, liquor, pure fuel energy. It's all there. Get y'all tickets now. Use promo code TRPE at checkout for 10% off. I'm out. Peace. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 